like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, all Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Welcome to season two. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I'm Josh. <laughs> hey, all Seth here. It's Jess. Why you look so mad at me, Jess? Because <laughs> you're just ridiculous. Why? Just, just are. What yeah. did I do? Isn't you're... that annoying? It is. <laughs> is it when I point at you but don't say anything? It's the pointing. I you, don't like it. You point at me. Let's see how it makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> that was way more aggressive of a point, though. Dude, I think your eyebrow almost knocked one of your teeth out. <laughs> Not surprising. Was like there a was a lot of rage. Yeah. A lot of rage with that point. Ugh. It's like I had to poke through a wall to do it. Why don't you bend over, Josh, and she'll point at you again. We just got <laughs> <laughs> We just got the first hand experience of how she breaks the nail. <laughs> Is that what you do? I do. Like I'll teach you, Clitorius. I gotta I gotta like swing back for a second, then how do you even forward. Turn it, how do you even turn it around and get it in? <laughs> interesting <laughs> this is gonna be a fun show it's gonna be a fun show because i am like drastically hungover um i'm not are you i am not well it's because you partied hard on like a tuesday this is true you were like whoo i did <laughs> <laughs> I, I was i was a little bit out of control that day you it just was like, thursday what happened you were just like feeling it it's just Felt it. It was one of those days. I had some drinks after I logged off my computer, and uh, I didn't realize how many drinks I had had. <laughs> Where'd that bottle of whiskey all, go? All of a sudden, I'm like texting them, like I'm fucking drunk. <laughs> it was like eight o'clock on Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Huh. That's mm -hmm. good because you can go to bed early. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I went to bed Friday at nine o'clock and slept. A full 10 hours. That's always nice when that happens. I needed to recharge mm -hmm. the old battery. Look at this microphone. Why is it <laughs> like... It's going to knock one of my teeth out, dude. But then you just ruined it last night. Yeah, I stayed up way too late. I don't know what happened, dude. It was just like the Millers were going down smooth. Mm -hmm. We just had the music going, and we were just having a real good time. You were vibing? Like vibing. this microphone. Look, it's just like blah, 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 blah. Blah, it's blah, probably because you got the alcohol shakes and it's making the... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I did crack a Miller. I'm drinking again, so I'm hoping... What's that? It's Hair of the Dog, right? I'm mm -hmm. saying that correctly? Mm -hmm. Yuck. But it's afternoon, so I don't know if it counts as Hair of the Dog anymore. What is it? Is that like you get up in the morning and mm -hmm. you just crack one and go? Yeah. I probably should have. Ugh. That saying makes me want to vom. Hair of the dog? Yeah. Why? I just think about like hair being in my drink. Dog <laughs> hair. Dog, like dog pubes. hair. Yeah. Dog pubes? Like Do they have pubes? The whole body's pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, uh, not really. Why? I don't know. Because I feel like pubes are really like a like... different grade of hair. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't fucking have any idea. Um, Anyways. <laughs> if you know the answer to that, shoot us a message. Is it or is it not a different grade of hair? Yeah. I don't know. So and we, do dogs have pubes? <laughs> I feel like their whole body is pubic hair. I guess. They're like cave people. Didn't cave people have hair everywhere? I think so. Do you think cave women had hairy armpits? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Do you think a cave man found that attractive? He was like, yeah. "Mm." Probably. Because they didn't talk, right? Or did they? Mm. Is that insensitive of me to think that? I don't know that there's any cave people around that would be upset. The Geico guys? (laughs) Jeez. What? As far as like cinema and everything else, yeah, they've made it seem as though they could not speak. It was more of grunting and well, yeah, they had to develop, you know, grunting and moaning. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do like a caveman talk, and you guys try to guess what I'm saying. Okay, okay. all right, Jess, you first. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think you just said you wanted some chicken strips or something. Dude, that's actually exactly what yeah. I was just thinking. I knew it. Well, some raisin oh canes. God. <laughs> All right, Seth, your turn. Are you ready? Thank you, said Seth is a douche. That's exactly what I yeah. said. See, we understand. Yeah, we know. <sighs> Thanks, Geico. We could record in that language. Anyway, so if you, so Seth, if you see somebody puke, you puke, you're a puke puker. You know, I don't know if it's actually ever happened, but it does make me very nauseous. Is it the sight or just the sound of somebody puking? The sight and like the smell of it. Like, oh, the smell. If I ever have to clean up Humphrey's vomit, it, like it makes me gag. Hmm. Like the tech, like it's like warm in the paper towel. I'm like, Whoa. why aren't you double layering up those towels, bub? I do, but it's still warm. <laughs> Get you some bounty <laughs> towels <laughs> instead of those brand from Kroger. <laughs> I actually have brawny right now. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Were they out of everything else? Yeah. You were forced to it's use... like a brawny Terra Square. Terra Square, I do like that. I actually kind of like them. I don't know what any of that is. Yes, you can either take a whole sheet, a half sheet, or a quarter of the sheet. So it's like perforated along the whole line and then there's squares within the perforated Four rectangle. squares and a sheet. A lot of perforation going on. Yeah. That just sounds way too complicated. No wonder you're getting puke on your fingers through the paper towel. Like, get you like a good. Ronnie is a good thick paper towel. Yeah, but you need like a couple. Yeah, I don't just, just take a little square out. I, I use a couple sheets. I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> I don't like vomit. Does anyone like vomit? Like, no, no. <laughs> so you're a puke puker too. You see puke, you uh, puke. No, no. Huh? No. Okay. Nope. I have to be feeling pretty bad or something if like mm. I saw somebody puke to make me puke. No. Hmm. I think having kids has numbed me to all of that because that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I feel like adult puke's way grosser. I just hate puking so much. I would do anything to prevent myself from puking. Mm, That's how Abby is. I hate it. I'd rather have the shits than puke. (laughs) I don't think that's this conversation. (laughs) Just saying, like, if you had food poisoning, sometimes you puke, sometimes you get the shits. I'd rather have the shits. Yeah, same. Oh, I was talking, like, drunk puking. Like, I would much rather, if I feel like crap, I'm just going to go take care of it and puke and Mm -mm. feel better. Whereas Abby will lay around for two days feeling like crap instead of just letting go. Yeah, me too. That's you? Yeah. Mm, Not me. Rather just get it over with. Just get you an RB sandwich, you'll feel fine. Mm, That does sound pretty good right now. Mm. All right. Anyway, (laughs) 
HMC 35, the movie this episode is Warm Bodies from 2013. Jess, this was your pick. Yes. Seth was very excited. He liked it so much he purchased the movie. He said, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to buy it for an extra dollar. It's only a dollar more. It's kind of hard to be like, rent it for two days or just buy the damn thing. Yeah. When it's a dollar. That's true. Agreed. That's true. I think somebody just fell through the floor up there. <laughs> That's probably their marketing strategy. They're like, hmm, we'll make it a dollar more and then we'll buy it. Yeah. I mean, really, for a dollar more, who wouldn't just buy it? Right. It's a good one. I'd watch it again, but we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. The art theme this month is Bloody Valentine's, a month of love-themed horror movies. This is our second movie. Our first one was Valentine, which... People, uh, we had mixed reviews on Instagram about that movie. So some people liked it, some people hated it. Mm. Mark from Podcast on Elm Street bitched because we rated it higher than The Thing. But, you know, if he wants The Thing to have a better rating, maybe they should do that fucking movie on their podcast and rate it. This is true. I believe I rated The Thing higher than Valentine. Well, we're not talking about you. So Mark can just be mad at you too. I have bad news for you too, by the way. What? On their latest episode, they did The Rental, which is a um, Dave Franco-directed movie. Mm-hmm. That's his name, right? Dave Franco? Yeah. Yeah. And um, anyway, needless to say, since um, Brooke has a girlfriend, if we all went on a cabin retreat together, you would not get to pull his hair. Long story I'd short. I'd work something out with her. Yeah. 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 So he's, because he's very, he said he would never be put, I don't want to ruin the movie for you guys, but there's a situation where there's uh, two couples that go and the two of the other people like each other. Ooh, might be doing some behind scandalous. the scenes stuff. Ooh. Yes. But uh, he said he would never be, he would survive because he would never be put in that situation because he wouldn't let you pull his hair to cap. I'd so. put him in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. I'm throwing yeah. you in the situation. Sorry, Brooke. Uh, <laughs> So, wow. I didn't want to hurt your feelings, but I did kind of want to hurt your feelings. So I know you did. <laughs> you think you're that good of a salesman of your um, abilities that you, you could get him? You'd be like, man, please. Probably. You think so? Yeah. Sell me on it. Let me he see also seems kind of small. I feel like I could just pin him down. And... Wow. You're going to rape him? <laughs> Rapey vibes. I don't want to go that vibes. far. I mean, you know. Dude. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we do not contone any type of contone. 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 <laughs> Condone any um, activities like that. <laughs> any rapage. Yeah. 945 take out rape talk. Okay. <laughs> they probably should. Um, anyway, that got fucking weird, Seth. Weird real quick. It's one thing if he is okay with you pulling his hair, but it's another thing if you're going to hold him down and pull his hair. I think he'd like it either way. I think he probably would too, yeah. honestly. He's probably just happy we're talking about him right now. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Anyway, um, hmm. what were we talking about? (laughs) We're talking about uh, warm bodies, zombie movies. Sorry, we don't usually record this early. I'm usually not this hungover, so this thing is going to be fun. At 7.30 in the morning. Sorry, it's my fault because I wanted to watch the Super Bowl later. I didn't even know you were into football. I mean, I'm not like super into football. You just want to see Tom Brady? You're like, I want to see Tom Brady in his pants. She wants to see his bulge. Nope commercials and whatnot you know mm. it's fine i was just impressed that you told me when the super bowl was i thought that was yeah. hilarious you had to know you know i was like oh man i really went off i'm every time i burp <laughs> i'm gonna blow it that way just so you don't have to smell it thank god because some of them are rough dude i <laughs> <laughs> just burp up in the air like look up and burp because then the hot air would go up and then it would just fall down wherever you guys don't want that 
Extend your giraffe neck and bark. Bark. <laughs> bark. <laughs> Burp under the table or something. <laughs> Do you, never mind. Never mind. Anyway, um, are you guys fans of zombie movies in general? Uh, some of them. Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent. Indifferent? So you yeah. like wouldn't go out of your way to watch one? but uh-uh. if, See, I think out of like all of the um, monster type movies, like werewolves, zombies, vampires, etc., zombies are probably at the bottom of my. Yeah. my I just feel like it's been done a lot, and then like, I mean, there's only so much you can do with a zombie. Like they don't. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I seem to like them more when they're like fast mm. zombies. Like it's creepier to me. Like a 28 days later type zombie. Yeah. Or yeah. the bonies. Or the bones. Yeah, they the were fast. Bonies. Is that a zombie though? Mm-hmm. You think? It's like the next stage is yeah. how I took it. I mean, that's, oh. yeah. That's really mm. sad. Like everybody becomes them eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I think zombie. It's just like they're there's they don't have personalities really in most no. movies. So it's kind of just like okay, same thing over and over mm-hmm. again, right? Uh, do you guys have a favorite zombie movie? Probably this one now. Ooh! Ooh! Yeah. Wow! He's going to go full five on this one. He's going to give it five erect stabbies. What about you? Favorite this, zombie movie? This is one of my favorites or um, like World War Z. I Ooh. like that one a lot. little Brad Pitt action. <laughs> Intriguing. Intriguing. Um, I am prone to zombie land. I don't know if that really counts. I mean, it is a zombie yeah. movie, but I also love Woody Harrelson. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite. But I also really like The Walking Dead, which is a TV show, but... I'm one of those few people that have enjoyed it most of the way through. There was that lull in the middle, but I feel like it bounced back. I did really like it from like the beginning to like the fourth or fifth season, and then I kind of fell off the wagon. Mm. I'd like to go back and and finish it though, because I heard it gets it's getting better. Yeah, is that over? It's is about it still... to end. I think oh. this is the last season. Mm. Finally. And it's not even a full season, I don't think. I think they're doing like a half season or something. An abbreviated yeah. season. An abbreviation of the abbreviation. Mm. I'd kind of like to just go back and rewatch everything once it's done and mm. then just watch from start to finish. Binge it. Yeah. I feel like they found this formula that worked really well and then they just continued to do it and people got sick of it because it yeah. was always they find somewhere to be, they're mm-hmm. happy for half the season, then they meet this big bad guy who comes in and decimates everybody. Rick Grimes becomes this angry monster mm-hmm. and saves everybody, and then it ends the season with him trying to be good again. I just don't like when ev- all of the main characters start to filter out, and then they start introducing all these new characters. It's like, nah, those that's who you started with. Like, right. let's, let's, let's wrap it up. Yeah, because it's hard to build that... <laughs> Like you don't care about those characters most right. of the time, right? I'm with you. Seth's like, I got to get more drinkage <laughs> going on here. He's like, I want to get on Josh's drunk drunkness level here. Honestly, dude, the halfway through this Miller Light, my headache's gone. So I don't know. This must work. It works. I don't mean. It's probably not a good thing that it works, but it does. Why? I don't know. Makes you drink more. Yeah. I don't know. It's whatever. All right, hey, let's jump. Actually, one more thing. Is it Teresa Palmer or Teresa Palmer? Teresa. Teresa Palmer. Did she not throughout this entire movie give you guys like Kristen Stewart vibes? Uh, a little bit. Some. Uh, yeah. I've seen her in a lot of other stuff, so I don't. I guess I, I don't get that vibe a lot with her. Actually, at first I thought different. it was Kristen Stewart. See, I was so like, I paused it, and you know, Amazon touch uh, it. Like, okay, it's not her. It was like her mannerisms and like the way she like plays with her hair mm-hmm. and like. I still think Kristen Stewart's much more like um, annoying. 
doll or something. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. I don't think she's like a bad actress, but she's just very like monotone. And... Yeah, like I liked her in that lesbian movie she did recently on oh, Hulu. The Christmas one. Yeah, yeah. But like in lesbian. That's what it was. But in Twilight, yeah. I just hated her. Yeah, that was. <laughs> it's all that heavy great. breathing. Every. <sighs> Edward, <laughs> it was just so annoying. Yeah, it wasn't my fave. I like her. I think she's been good in a lot of other stuff. Other stuff I think yeah. that's what kind of fucked her over for a minute. Sticks People in everybody's made fun mind of her for yeah. Twilight and stuff, but mm. she was so dramatic. Like, like she was in Charlie's Angels. I thought she was good in that. Yeah. Does she have like a lot of um, like is she able to play a lot of different roles? Because I feel like everything I've seen her in, she like. It's not like she's that one character, but she's like I think it's just the way she like moves and stuff. Yeah, and it's just her how she is. Uh, explain it. I don't think she's a bad actress or Mm-mm. anything. I like her. I just always think of Twilight and immediately go yeah. like, Ugh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you not like Twilight? I mean, I think the movies are okay, but I'm sure she probably hates it. Yeah, <laughs> just all of the media attention and all that. that I don't know. That's how she it. got her start, though. Right? Say, it kind of put her on the map. It did, but. What's I that think. horror movie she did before Twilight? She was like a little. She was younger. Panic Room. Oh, Af- that is her. Isn't after it? that, it's like uh, they live on a farm or something. Aren't there oh. birds? There's like birds after them or um, something. Yes, I'm gonna have to look that up. I know what you're talking about. That's her though, right? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Interesting. That, movie? that is her in Panic Room. I guess I never really realized that. I think that was her first movie. I think. Mm. And she's also in the uh, Joan Jett movie, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. The Runaways. The Runaway with Dakota Fanning? Yes. That's a good movie. I like Kristen Stewart, Seth. Fuck you. I just said annoying <laughs> and I explained why. You said the only thing she's ever made was that lesbian movie. That's what you said. I did not say that. Yes, you did. No, I said that was the most recent And film you even said lesbian very derogatory. Is there something I don't know about going on between gays and lesbians? Is there no. Like, is there like a feud? <laughs> oh, shit. <she laughs> a feud? She was an American Ultra, and that was good, too, with Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, yes. What's this bird movie Josh was talking about? An Adventureland. Oh, fuck. She is an Adventureland. I almost forgot about that, too. Also with Jesse Eisenberg. Um, The movie is called... Uh, I don't remember. The Messengers? That's it. I think I I've seen that. Oh, you have not. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that, I'm going to pick The Witch as one of my movies. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. I'll watch it. Fuck it. <laughs> I will not watch that That weird again. fucking milking scene of that lady. Oh, the uh, titty pecking? Oh, it's awful. It's awful. That's what it sounds like <laughs> when you milk a full-grown woman. Just going at it. With the burr. <laughs> she probably got wow. fucking rubber nipples, too, dude. You can, like, pull it and then... Now, back into the place there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Going a little off topic here. That's fine. It was bound to happen. I mean, these fucking episodes just go off the rails. Truth, no dare. Let's jump into truth, no dare. Jess, you put these questions together this week. I think you did a great job. Thanks. You were you're nervous. I can tell. You're like, oh no. Oh, I am. I'm super nervous. I can tell. Are you okay? Yeah. All right, cool. I'll read the first. We'll go around the table, and then we'll answer, and we're going to have a good time. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm trying to talk very monotone like Seth's favorite actress, Kristen Wiig. (laughs) Sorry. Would you rather be without the internet for a week or without your phone? So can I ask a question? Yeah. Do I get data on my phone? No. This Mm -hmm. is just like a phone to call people. Yeah. Give me the... And I want the internet. 
Oh, me next. Um, you have to answer this question. Well, I just I thought normally it goes like that direction. Um, <laughs> I I said without internet. I also so. said without internet. Without internet? Yeah. yeah. Why? Just because, like, what if there's an emergency exactly. and I need to call somebody or, like, what if Willow's somewhere and somebody mm. needs to call, get a hold of me? I don't know. Plus, it would force you I to just, call people and talk yeah, to them. Yeah. I don't want to do that. No. Nope. I could mm. I could do it. Yeah. I could do without I internet. could, too. See, I took it as if I had internet, I could still message people, which I'd much rather text message <laughs> than call. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I would say I, I you think can still it's, text. it's more along the lines of like internet, like Facebook, you can get on Instagram, social media yeah. and shit, and you cannot message or call somebody. <laughs> He's like trying to take yeah. a different route. No, <laughs> it's either internet, like you're looking at shit on the internet, or you're able to reach out to somebody. Yeah. So you can't you can't get a hold of anybody. So what can I do with the internet? Surf it. Porn. <laughs> Like I don't know. Surf it. Get Look on shit Nets, up. Get on order Netscape things. And, yeah. Netscape. <laughs> that's the only. That's the only one you can use as Netscape. Get that's that it. shit out of your throat, dude. Yeah. You get it? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. Um, what's worse, laundry or dishes? I said dishes. Dishes. For sure, dishes. Scrubbing, especially when you have to do other people's dishes. Ugh. Like the kids, because they eat ketchup and I hate ketchup, and then I got to scrub it off the fucking plate, and it's like. Yeah. See, I don't have a dishwasher now. I don't either. So, like, I fucking hate dishes. I hate it. I hate it. Do you even have any dishes? Yeah, I cook every night. I know, but can't you just like wash it and right when you're done with it and put it away? Not when you cook stuff. There's like pans yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Oh. Cutting board, knives. I usually do them like as soon as possible. Like, I, I never let them get out of control. I never mm. have two like sinks full. Like or we have right like now. I know. I mean, <laughs> I, do you well? I mean, I wash dishes every night. Yeah, at least. Yeah, oh. I can't let them sit there. No, like, it bugs me. <laughs> I can't go to work with a bunch of dirty dishes in the sink. I do get paper plates though, and that kind of like helps. Me too. I can't stand regular plates. I I mean they're fine, but <sighs> I'd rather work. just not. It's too much fucking work. <laughs> like today we had my sister was here, her kids were here, my whole yeah. family was here. So like there was no dishes, and then all of a sudden both sides were full because you got pots and pans. Uh -huh. and kids plates you know mm -hmm. kids can't eat on one regular circular plate set they have to have compartmentalized plates yes. okay yeah because god forbid your little juice runs over to your other juice that you're going to eat and mix up anyway we didn't have those as kids that's why these kids are soft oh we just had to eat it <laughs> that's why we're rough rugged mm. men and woman see what i did there <laughs> yes <laughs> We ready for the next one? We've been waiting on you. I've been trying to fill in this gap. Oh, I, shut I the thought fuck you up. Were, thought you were still trying to sound out the words. Fucking drunk ass. <laughs> 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 Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Is this like forever? Yeah. Ooh. She doesn't like it when you ask questions about her questions. <laughs> well, that's because you ruined it for us being able to ask anything. <laughs> I was the first going to say read, but I think I'm going to say speak. Because at least you could still learn things. And there's ways you can communicate without talking. But if you couldn't read, like, I I don't know. So what, what'd you go with? What <laughs> speak. I'd rather lose that. Lose the ability to speak? Mm -hmm. No way, dude. I'm not going to ever shut up. I'd rather not be able to read. But you can never read anything at all. Ever. I don't have to today. Siri reads everything for me. Mm -hmm. What do I need to be able to read? Mm -hmm. Jess? 
I said speak as well. Yeah. Oh, you guys are wild, dude. We were hoping you would say speak, but... I think it'd be a much more um, pleasant world if a lot of people couldn't talk. Oh, it'd be so quiet. <laughs> oh my god, it would be great. It'd be so nice and peaceful. And Except just... Josh would still be fucking talking over there because he can still talk. <laughs> He'd be the only one. You just hear him everywhere. <laughs> He's the voice. I like that idea, honestly. Great. <laughs> I'd be like, you guys write down what you want me to say. And then when you hand it to me, I'd be like, I don't like that. We would use sign that. language to talk. I want to learn mm -hmm. sign language. I think that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Especially whenever you're watching like the shows on TV, you know, like whenever uh, DeWine goes on and he's yeah. got that little little lady that looks just like him. The but, interpreter? The, yeah. But I don't I didn't know her name, but anyway, she uh they're like they're like real animated when they do it. Mm -hmm. They're almost mm -hmm. more fun to watch than him. Yeah. And I don't even know what she's doing. Obviously, she's doing what he's saying, but because that's like, part it, of the language is the animation part. It's honestly, mm -hmm. I enjoy watching it. I'm like, I wish they would just put her on and take him all the way off, and I could just listen to what he's saying, but watch her like getting it. She's good. Yeah. She's very good. I used Sorry. to know some of it because I worked with a deaf <laughs> I wish theater. Everyone one time. could have seen your yeah. uh, demonstration just then. <laughs> like I was jerking off a cow. <laughs> kind of did. <laughs> but it is a really neat language. So just how they do it. Seth, yes. we, we've we've moved on. I agree. Why are you being such a dick today? <laughs> God, get on my damn nerves. <laughs> Go to the next question. <laughs> are you? We've been waiting on you. We were trying to fill in the space. <laughs> I just want to punch him in the face sometimes. You know, satisfying. Please that do it. Me. On the air, I feel like we would uh, gain so many listeners. Would you rather be stuck in a room with a smart ass or a dumbass? What an ironic question. I'd rather be stuck in a room with a dumbass. I feel like I talked them into doing whatever I want them to do. Yeah, I said I said a dumbass just because I couldn't handle being in the room with a smartass all of the time. Yeah, I wonder who we could think of. It's like that. <laughs> so I picked dumbass too. Who are you referring to, Seth? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's gonna be a rough one, kids. Would you rather the aliens that make first contact be robotic or organic? Hmm. I said organic um, because. Robots, I mean, obviously, I think we've seen could fucking take over quickly, easily, and would be maybe much harder to defeat if we needed to do something like that. Mm. Mm. I feel like organic would be scarier looking, though. Oh, for sure. But I'd probably still pick organic. Because I feel like robots would have, like, no feeling. You wouldn't be able to convince them of anything. Hmm. I think I'm going to go organic as well. Just because you convinced me with your answer, Jess. Oh. First, I was thinking it'd be cool to see like some robotic aliens. But then we'd probably lose. Yes. But probably we'd probably lose to organic. If they make yeah. first contact with us, to me, that means they're more intelligent than us. So they're right. probably got a leg up on us anyway. So I mean, obviously, there already are organic right. out there. And probably way fucking on a different scale of intelligence than us. Do you think that there have been aliens here and they have already like um they're already in our, within our society and we just don't know it. Like they're like they've already mm. Yeah, we're probably just a big fucking science experiment. Yeah. Mm. They're like, let's see how it goes. They're they're about to wipe us out, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, it's, eh, it's, gone, it's gone wrong. <laughs> so let's just <laughs> let's just wipe this out and start fresh. Uh, these guys are worse than the dinosaurs. 
Just fucking get rid of them. All right, Seth, hit us with the last one, kid. When at a movie, popcorn or candy? Popcorn. Popcorn. Candy. I love me some candy. Ooh, John. Some Sour Patch Kids. I do love John Candy. And I do love Sour Patch Kids. I do, too. Remember that time we were having that drunken pool party and... Um, God, this again. We talked about this last time. We were time. on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. Popcorn! Popcorn! <laughs> Dumb. I could say what else said, um, Seth said behind that, but I'm not going to. It would not to. be appropriate. <laughs> what was it? I don't even remember. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Is it that bad? It's pretty bad. <laughs> For him to say it, it was fine. Yeah. But it's probably just not something that we should repeat. No. Oh. I was in my belligerent (laughs) drunk stage at that point. Will you tell me after? Yeah, I can tell you after. Off the air. Very fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like most of our, like not most of, I feel like our best funny stories we can't tell anybody. Yeah, I know. Because then everybody would be like, wow. That's always when at least one person gets overboard drunk. And weirdly, a mm. lot of stuff is from that night. That one night? <laughs> that one night. Or the diaper party night. There's, oh, there's two nights that we just have a lot of uh, material from. <laughs> that we can't talk about. Yeah. Was that whole string of weekends where the diaper party happened? Mm-hmm. It did there's all happen lot. pretty close to each there's other. a lot of stuff going on that summer. I don't know how one of us didn't die. I don't know. I think it's because it was like pre-children. So we had a lot more time on our hands and we could just get sloshed. And That's true. And we didn't have to record podcasts either. Yeah. Mm-mm. So we could just sleep all day. Yeah. Now I know the, the ticket. You just get up and crack a Miller and go on about your day. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's a good habit to start getting into. I couldn't do that. See, when I'm hungover, I can't even think about alcohol. I can't either like the smell. Mm-mm. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Maybe I have a problem. I just mm-hmm. need like water and like a McGriddle. Yeah. <laughs> Water, greasy ass food. <laughs> that one time we stayed in Columbus, the whole morning, that's all you talked about was a fucking McGriddle. I couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait. Like, I, was just, oh, I needed it. There you go. If you guys ever meet Jess, bring a McGriddle. <laughs> It'll make her day. Yeah, bring her a McGriddle coupon. <laughs> <laughs> fucking coupon. All right. Getting lit and talking shit. Scary movie discussion. Our movie is Warm Bodies. Again, this was Jess's pick. Jess, what made you pick this movie? I really liked it. I loved it. It's it's a different take on the whole zombie type thing. And um, yeah, it just it kind of fit our theme for the month. And I wasn't sure if you guys had seen it or not. So I thought it was a good one to, to choose. I had seen it previously, but honestly, I kind of remembered the whole storyline, but I didn't remember most of the movie. I knew what it was about and kind of what happened, but um, Seth, this was your first watch, correct? Yep, just a couple hours ago. Ooh. You're like riding high right now, dude. It's fresh. Did you get up and like go on a bike ride and drink like a gallon of water or something this morning? No. Why? You just feel like you're ready to go. You're refreshed. You're Mm -hmm. hydrated. I did go to bed early and I slept pretty well. It's because you went skiing. You're tired. Yes, made me very tired. Did your ass hurt still? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, Guess that happens. All right, our characters. We've got R, just the letter, played by Nicholas Holt. Do you guys remember him from anything else? He's Beast in X Men. Oh, that is him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intriguing. I'm not sure if I've seen him in anything else though. He looks a lot bigger in that movie. Yeah. Like taller. Well, obviously, when he's beast, he's huge, but like he's like taller for some yeah, reason. I, I kind of feel like he was just like hunched over a lot in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I he think was. That's why. That's true. But 
Uh, Julie, played by Teresa Palmer. We just talked about her a little bit. Yes. Not to be confused with Kristen Stewart, which is easy to do, apparently. <laughs> Nora, played by Anna Lee Tipton. I love that name, Anna Lee. It's pretty. I like the way they spell it. Maybe because it reminds me of Annabelle, but it's not as creepy. Mm. Or it's anal and then... Do you know what? <laughs> now that what I've, it is. Now that I've singled that out, it does yeah. say anal. Yep. Anal E. Anal E. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. M, played by Rob Corddry. I love him. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's hilarious in everything. He made ball. Even though I'm a huge The Rock fan, like he made ballers for me because he's fucking hilarious. Except for the last season when he's a real cunt. He was funny in this too. Yeah, he was good. He's mm. good in everything. He's mm. he's that comic relief, but he's really he's really good. Uh, Perry played by we were just talking about him, Dave Franco. Mm. Look, Jess, I wouldn't have had to ask you if that was his name if I just read my own fucking notes. You could have. I forgot how hot he was. I knew Seth would be happy with yeah, it. I was like, mm, he forgot saw. about him. He loves he loves them Franco boys. Mm. Do you like James <laughs> or Dave? I think Dave's hotter. Hmm. See, I think James is hotter, but he's weirder. Yeah, he's a strange like bird. A weird dude. He is. He plays some weird characters too. Yeah, he's very like artsy. I think he actually teaches like at NYU. He teaches like an acting class. James? Yes. Really? Yes. I could see that. He's hmm. a. He. I don't know if this is a great comparison, but he almost he kind of reminds me of like as not as weird of a Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. I kinda. see that. That's what yeah. he reminds. Have you guys watched Homefront? It's on Netflix now. No. He's in it. It's got Jason Statham and him. He's like the. Uh, his fucking name is Gator. Oh. Wow. Gator Bodine. Gator. Uh huh. Takes place in Louisiana. I like it. Well, yeah. obviously, I'm gonna have to see it. You have to watch it. It's pretty good. And ideally, you just make a Franco sandwich. This is true. You get to be the meat. I and think there's the an older brother too. There's another one. Uh huh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> Can make a Franco burrito. Yeah. Huh? There it is. Roll me up, Seth says. All right. The director's Jonathan Levine. I don't know what else he did. I didn't even look him up. But apparently this movie's based off of a novel by the same name. Did you guys know that? Yes. No. Have you read no. it? I have not read it, no. but I did know that. Huh. I'm intrigued. Maybe I'll check it out. Check it out. Try it out. Uh, box office, $117 million. The budget was $35 million. This movie made a lot of money. Jess, do you want to read the synopsis? Sure thing. Go ahead. After a highly unusual zombie saves a still-living girl from an attack, the two form a relationship that sets in motion events that might transform the entire lifeless world. Hmm. You did a great job. I appreciate that. Like, that was really good. I feel I feel like I'm, I'm on my game today. I feel like I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. One, we can never all three of us just fucking sync up and be hold it together for, for one thing. So. That's why we need each other. Yeah, it is. Uh, I feel like this one's really bad. I feel like you guys had to toss me in a wheelbarrow and you guys are like pushing me up a fucking hill. Which leads me into my next point is it's going to be a <laughs> might be a rough. Need more beer. Uh, all right, here we go, kids. Multi two parter. It was. (laughs) There's two turkeys down here. (laughs) Gobble gobble, make me wobble, baby. Scene one, opening scene. What's wrong with me? 
The movie opens with R. Again, just the letter. We don't know his name. We never find out his name. He's talking about being dead. He's walking through a horde of zombies. He doesn't remember anything about his previous life prior to dying. No one knows what happened or why it happened. We find out that R lives at an abandoned airport along with many other zombies. He introduces us to the Bonies, which are skeleton-like figures who eat anything with a heartbeat. Zombies eventually turn into Bonies by peeling off their own skin down to the bone. R makes his way to a new section of the airport that he's never been to, and then out to a runway where he enters in an abandoned plane. We see him put on a record, and I Ain't Missing You At All. Is that the name of that song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't missing you at all. Ain't missing you <laughs> since you've been gone away. Woo! <laughs> God damn it, dude. We are good. Yeah. I like, actually like that song. <laughs> he relaxes in a seat. He, re- he introduces us to his best friend whom he sits next to at the airport bar and they begin to grunt at each other. Very similar to my caveman grunts from earlier. Not quite as good as mine, but they try. They say hungry and city. So they're like kind of communicating, saying actual words here and there. Um, then we see a pack of zombies walk outside looking for food as the camera pans out. Okay, let's discuss the look of these zombies because to me... They didn't look like your typical deteriorating nasty. They were kind of pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they didn't have like stuff hanging off of them really. Um, they just had like pale skin. Yeah, it's kind of gray looking, yeah. you know. And you ever notice that in zombie movies, generally they're not shot like this? Like they're usually, even the picture's real gritty and it's yeah. dirty and dark. This was shot kind of like a comedy. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Like not, like in the way it looked. Yeah. Well, and there is like a lot of comedy, comedic like undertones throughout. Oh yeah, I mean, right in the, the beginning where he's like, "My hoodie would su- would suggest I'm unemployed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even like the screen, everything was just really pretty and colorful and bright. Whereas mm-hmm. most zombie mm-hmm. movies, just dark, dirty, and just real gritty. In my opinion, I think they were trying to make it a little bit more bubbly and like yeah. yes. romanticized or whatever. I and I like the little flashbacks that it does. And where mm-hmm. he's talking about, oh, I wonder what it was like that people were, you know, expressing themselves and everyone's on their phone. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. also like in this movie, which makes it a lot different from other zombie movies, is that you're actually getting the perspective of everything from the zombie's point of view versus mm-hmm. the human's point of view. Because generally, uh, you get it from the human's point of view. Yeah. yeah. I so. like his, like, internal monologue yeah. throughout it. I like that he's, like, narrating it. Those bony things are scary. Very. They remind me of um, the things from I Am Legend. Yeah. yeah. That's what it reminds yeah. me of, which is also another fucking really good zombie movie. It is. And I like how they show the dude peeling his skin off like the chick from Frozen with yes. the frostbite. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just don't touch it. Just don't touch it. <laughs> As she continues to fucking rub it. Uh, like, oh, poor girl. Um, there was a jump scare. That personal trainer scared me. Did it get you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you pee? Because I, like, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Was it because it jump scared you or was it because you immediately got flashbacks of your ab fart? No. <laughs> nope, just a jump scare. Traditional jump scare. Traditional. <laughs> <laughs> Scene two. Hello, Julie. The camera pans into a functioning city which is overrun with military and humans. We see a group of young adults watching a video thanking them for their services. They'll be going into the... Uh, zombie city is what I called it to search for supplies. We find out that they've been living this way for eight years. After the video, uh, we see the kids enter the rundown city. We cut back and forth between the kids and ours zombie group. They're searching for food. Julie's group are raiding a pharmacy looking for supplies as they hear banging. 
Just then, Ars group breaks through and attacks the group. Ars notices that Julie is like shooting the zombies, but you get this like slow motion uh, shot where he's like, she's she's a very attractive woman, obviously, and he's attracted to her. He's interrupted by one of the group uh, who shoots him. Did they shoot him in the shoulder or the chest? I can't remember. Shoulder, I think. Okay. Uh, R, I call it, I said Z. R attacks the kid. The kid's name's Perry. We find out Perry is actually Julie's boyfriend. Hot and, Perry. Hot Perry, yes. Dave Franco. Um, and then we find out the zombies actually eat humans' brains because it gives mm. them the person's memories, feelings, etc. So during this, he's eating Perry's brain. We get a montage of Perry and Julie's history together. So that's when you find out their boyfriend and girlfriend, and it kind of goes through their their period together. Um, the memories are all interpreted by Julie or interrupted by Julie. She's screaming, and it interrupts his memories from Dave Franco's brain. Oh boy! R walks right up to her. He says her name, and then he fucking puts blood on her face. Keep in mind, this is blood from her dead boyfriend's brain that he mm-hmm. was just eating. Mm-hmm. And then he takes her back to the airport with him, uh, and back to the abandoned airport, back to his plane. He tells her that he's not going to eat her, and he's going to keep her safe as he leaves her in the plane. We see that he eats more of Perry's brain, gets more memories of Perry and Julie. Uh, we see that they're dining with her father. Her father is the head of the military of the civilized group. And that they had built this humongous wall to protect them from the zombies. There's another scene of Perry and Julie sneaking into the city where they find Perry's dad as he's turned into a zombie. He attacks Perry and Julie. Julie shoots him and kills him. So he sees his dad die. Back in the plane, R puts on a record for Julie and tells her that she's safe as he starts bobbing his head. So he's feeling the groove here. We see that inside of his chest, his heart turns red and begins to beat. Holy smokes. Okay, so that scene where they're all fighting and shooting, he eats uh, Perry's brain. Now, was can this... we talk about that? Yeah, was that not the like very fucked up and disgusting? Yeah, just the fact that that was like it's so gross. Her boyfriend too. Like, I know that sucks. And it was like um, hanging out of his mouth. It was like woo. And obviously, he takes some with him for later. Yeah, because I wrote, <laughs> like... I said, did he put some brain in his pocket <laughs> for later? He obviously he did. Which we know he does, but. <laughs> Because, yeah, that's the scene. So he gets interrupted by her yelling and shooting. And then he, yeah, he's eating the brain, but then puts it in his hoodie pocket. Yeah. yeah. And then walks up to her and again wipes blood on her face that is her boyfriend's brain blood. One thing I, I noticed here. So you, you don't watch The Walking Dead, right? No, uh, uh, only the first season. Then I okay. got bored. So they kind of do this in The Walking Dead where they cover themselves in dead zombie guts to yeah. mask their scent. Right. Not the case here. Apparently, you can put two little swipes of blood on her cheek and that yeah. masks her entire scent. That was my question. I found that a little unbelievable. Like, yeah. That's all it took? Yes. But I guess these aren't regular zombies either. They're like starting yeah. to become more humanized. So That's true. I don't know. I just think it's funny because if you watch The Walking Dead, they've got like suits of meat and like they're just like covered head to toe in these guts and blood. Mm-hmm. And on this, it's just like two little yeah. swipes. And- but that's fine. It really just grossed me out that it was the blood of her yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. And again, I have to ask, like I always do, how bad do you think they smelled? Because <laughs> he's like right up in her face and you know he's got to be like... It's got to be bad. You think his bad. breath smells worse than mine does right now? Probably. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. I'm not sure. We also see in this uh, scene that we just went through that the zombies can run. Yes. Because... Uh, I wouldn't mm-hmm. call him Dave. Perry's dad runs at him when Julie shoots mm-hmm. him. Yeah, but, pretty fast too. So I'm wondering if maybe when they first turn, that's when they have enough energy to run because the zombies at the airport walk very slow. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, he even said when they're leaving, he's like, God, we move slow when they're walking to the city. But I feel like they all run later. Like as soon as there's food, they run like. Maybe that's it. Maybe they just have to have, you know, the motivation or something. Yeah. That could be because yeah, he we definitely see Perry's dad run. So I was like, well, that's weird. I wonder because he makes the comment how slow they are. Unless they're just making fun of it because they usually are slow, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, at the end of the scene, we see his heartbeat starts. It doesn't start up; it just, just beats one once. Beat, yeah. So do you think that is the connection between him and Julie, or is it the? Can I kind of also gathered throughout this whole movie their connection with music. Mm-hmm. But do you think it had more to do, obviously, with his connection with Julie or yeah, the human connection? Yeah. Okay. And how did he score this sweet, like, plane house? I know it's awesome. Like, yeah. None of the other zombies Mm-mm. like have. Well, at least they don't show it if they do. Yeah. Have like their little rooms or whatever that they go back to. That stuff was already up there, though, right? So, like, do you think that it's like a human was living there for a short period of time and maybe died, and then that could be because there's. I noticed there was like a guitar. Yeah, sitting up there See, I too. took it as it was whatever was on the bags on the plane. But it looked like somebody had been up there because the record player was out. And... See, at first I was like, is this someone else's place? But then I thought it was his, like he did all that. Oh, uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Could you power a record player without power? No. So how the hell was he that? See, look, we just found a plot hole. I don't know. Well, and also she even says like, why the records? And he says, because it makes me feel more alive. Mm. So they're his hmm. from somewhere. Oh, well. I, I mean, guess. A, he did say I'm a collector. See, I had assumed he got all this stuff off the plane, like that was okay. ever was in the luggage. But I don't know. We'll go with that. Scene three, wake up, Julie. We see Julie wake up the next morning as Art awkwardly watches her sleeping. Julie asks to, to be let go. He tells her it's not safe, and she asks him for food. Once he leaves, Julie tries to escape, uh, but the zombies smell her. So she leaves the plane, and they are all out on the runway, and they, their zombies obviously smell her. Uh, R finds her and wipes blood on her face again as the zombies approach, and um, he tells her to act dead. This was pretty funny. So she acts very like an animated zombie, grunting and like throwing her hands in the air. And That's he's, hilarious. He's like, too much, too, too much. much. <laughs> So they get back to the plane. She eats fruit cocktail and R realizes he's acting weird staring at her again. Then he brings her a Corona. This must be like an eight-year-old Corona. Yeah. Yeah. Probably warm and yeah. I'd probably still drink it, let's be honest. Uh, Julie decides she's going to call him R and she wants to leave, uh, but he, again, he won't let her. He tells her that the others will smell her. She needs to stay for at least a couple days so that they forget. So she agrees to stay. We see Julie uh, driving R around in a convertible. She teaches him how to drive. He awkwardly watches her eat again. He's like very uh, weird. But the thing here is he like catches himself being weird. Mm -hmm. Because he says it several times. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Julie tells him that he shrugs too much and that they have, then they have a conversation about music. Again, I think the music is a huge part of this movie. But she puts another record on and starts dancing. We get a montage of them hanging out in the plane, goofing off, R watching her sleep again. Very fucking weird. Uh, we see that R's best friend notices the music coming from the plane outside. Julie asks R if her boyfriend will come back as a zombie. Uh, R tells her no, he won't. I don't think he explains to her why yet. We find that out later. Julie tells R that she's sad, but um, she's been preparing for his death for a long time. As R puts a Bob Dylan record on and Julie asks him what he is. So let's talk about Julie's zombie act walking. I thought this was freaking hilarious. That was funny because she was like, ah! I like it. So. <laughs> like kind of being a little too loud and drawing a lot of attention to yes. herself. And then he's like, too much, too much. <laughs> Once she had like her arm up in the air, like she, I don't know what she was trying to do. 
So at this point in the movie, did you guys would you agree that Julie has no idea that R is the one that killed Perry? Right. Yeah. Because I even have a question if somewhere. Yeah, I said, does he know? Does okay. she know that he killed Perry? And she doesn't even seem that concerned that he's dead. No. Which I guess she kind of explains it, but like. Yeah. Well, even in the uh, brief video or uh, play flashbacks you get of them, it almost seems like they hadn't been together that long. Yeah. Mm. Um, and how long has it supposed to have been? Does, does it ever say? Eight years. Eight yeah. years. Okay. Yeah. Because that's why I said it was an eight-year-old Corona, which again, I'd probably still drink it. I thought you? the driving part was funny. Yeah. When he comes back and crashes and she's like, Jesus, R. <laughs> it was a nice car. <laughs> Uh, don't you think the car would have attracted more zombies to them though you would have thought it it seemed so empty other than just like at that airport area you know what i mean everywhere else it seemed like deserted for the most part all right scene four more perry brains as julie sleeps r eats more perry's brains as we get flashbacks of perry joining the army and then being attacked by r suddenly r snaps out of it spitting the brains out and realizing that julie's gone we see julie is attacked by r's friends as r runs up and saves her killing the other zombies julie tells r she wants to go home and r's best friend again his name is m stands up and screams eat (laughs) (laughs) says it like five times (laughs) eat Just then, a bony shows up and chases them through the airport. They get outside and three more bonies are blocking them in. Suddenly, R's friend M runs over them with one of those uh, luggage carts. A he, tug. Yes. He drives them to the parking garage where a horde of zombies surrounds Julie. Julie holds R's hand as the other zombies watch and let them pass through to the convertible. As she starts the car, a bony shrieks and chases them off as they drive through the city. Okay, so it seems like all the zombies are starting to come back to life and are able to think and speak, like, slowly, I'm glad. Do you think they could speak to each other the whole time, or is this a new thing that we're just starting to see? No. I think it's newer. Because he says that when he's sitting at the bar with M. He says we can't really, we just grunt at each other Mm -hmm. and an occasional word, but... So it's their connection that's making everybody, Mm -hmm. well, not everybody, but most of the zombies come back to life? Yeah. Is that the best way to say that, I guess? Yeah. Fight the disease. Yes. Okay. Any other thoughts on this scene? This brain stuff, though, it just... How weird would that be if you ate a brain and, like, start seeing memories of, like... Yeah. It's It's, kind of fucked up for the movie, I guess. It's gross, like, the second time he's doing... Or the third time he's doing it, because then he's just like... (laughs) Yeah, it's like pocket brains. Like, it's been in there a while. I like that they take that zombie... uh, the, the thing that everybody knows about zombies, they like to eat brains, right? But it's never really explained why. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that they took it, and that's why they're so attracted to brains, is because it gives them uh, like some sort of memory. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he says in the beginning they don't remember any of their own lives. Right. Yeah. So I actually kind of like that. I thought it was cool they took that trope and made it. He could have just been less messy about eating it. <laughs> so it's not the fact they eat the brains for you, it's you watching them eat yeah, the brains. Yeah, it's gross. Okay, I got you. Okay. It's gross. <laughs> scene five driving in the rain julie and r drive through the rain and through an evacuated neighborhood looking for food they break into an abandoned house as julie shivers from being cold inside she lights a lantern and finds a polaroid camera we see that they found food and julie asks r if he'll sleep in the room with her on the floor because these houses creep her out we cut back to the airport and see that m is looking at a picture of a couple holding hands he remembers julie and r holding hands which triggers a memory of his own from when he was a human 
Uh, others gather around him as we can see that their hearts uh, glow red and start to beat, but there's just one beat, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Behind them, a group of bonies watch and approach, sniffing the zombies. Back at the house, Julia and R.C. an army group go through the neighborhood in trucks. She tells him that if her dad found him, he'd kill him on, so he'd shoot him in the head or right on sight without any thought. Later that night, Julie clo- Julie's clothes are still soaking wet, so she decides she's going to take them off and let them dry. Hmm. Again, our watches are pretty awkwardly saying holy shit as she undresses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Julie asks him if he uh, if if he has to eat people to stay alive or if he would die, and why did he rescue her so much? She tells him she can see him trying. That's what people do. We try, but we suck at it. He tries harder than any human in her city. He tells her um, it was him that ate Perry and um, sets Perry's watch on the nightstand. Julie picks it up, and she says she guesses she kind of knew that all along. She'd hoped it wasn't him, but she rolls over and goes to sleep as he tells her that he's sorry. Hmm. Okay, so this movie's clearly different than other zombie movies. I feel like they're really trying to make you feel bad for the zombies, and even um, Julie has a better connection with the zombies then I feel like she does the humans in her city. Yeah. The other thing, this neighborhood is completely abandoned, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And they drive a car right to it. So are there, am I led to believe that this isn't like other zombie movies where there is just a fuck ton of zombies? There's just, there must not be. It seems like, like most of them have like died off or something or turned into the bonies. Mm. Because really, they don't show them anywhere mm-hmm. hardly except for the, at the airport. And then once they enter, like, the city. But if all the people are walled in in that place, there's, like, no food, really, right. for them. So I bet a lot of them just died off. Could could have been. Um, and why did they not put the top up in the rain? That doesn't make sense to me either. That really bothered me. <laughs> it would have taken two seconds. Yeah. Maybe to wash the guts off of them. <laughs> Yeah, they were probably stanky anyway. Shoot. She was like, damn, this dude smells. We'll just leave the yeah, <laughs> leave the top down. Um, other thing here is obviously where we find out that uh, is we already knew, but this is where Julie finds out that R killed Perry and ate him. I, again, I thought it seemed odd to me that she didn't already know. But it, it also shows she didn't really obviously care about him that much because right. she was like, oh. And rolls of- over and goes to bed. Yeah. Like, okay. like I yeah. kind of figured, but I had hoped not. Yeah. yeah. Good night. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so I don't think she really loved him anyway. What if she was like, um, yeah, I, I saw you in his brains. It's cool. <laughs> kind of turns him. Do you think he popped a boner when she took her top off? Oh, as, maybe. As much as he could have, probably. Yeah. I don't think so, because he'd need his, his heart to push the blood That's true. to that area. That's true. So, no, probably not. Um, is that your only question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can that zombie get a boner, do you think? It seems like anything's possible in this movie. Okay. All right. Calm down, dude. You are grumpy today. Because <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that clip's going in the intro. <laughs> Scene six. The dead don't sleep, but R does. We see Julie's asleep in bed, and the camera pans over to R. He closes his eyes and appears to fall asleep. He dreams of himself watching Julie, Perry, and their friend Nora discussing how to find a cure for the zombies. Perry asks R what the hell he's doing there. He can't dream. Corpses don't dream. Only humans. Julie asks R if he wants what he wants to be. Perry tells R that they can't be together. Not after he ate her ex. That's probably pretty true. 
R wakes up and finds that Julie left in the car. He stumbles back into the house and looks over the Polaroid pictures. We see R walking and discussing how shitty he feels and how he should have been happy with what he had. We cut to Julie running out of gas and walking up to the wall, turning around to look behind her just as R does the same thing. So I think mm-hmm. this is supposed to say, hey, they still have a connection, right? Mm-hmm. She gets to the wall, and as her dad comes out, he questions her about being infected, even after she passed the guard's uh, radar gun test. Don't know how they do that. Maybe zombies have fevers or something? They did something with the eyeball. Uh, okay. Oh, we see that later when R... Well, I'm going to ruin it, but when R turns back, his eyes change. Mm, yep, yeah. Okay. They have an awkward embrace as he takes her back to the wall. We cut to R wailing in the rain, saying... Or, I'm sorry, walking in the rain, saying... <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> just crying. Uh, that Kiss the Rain song's playing. <laughs> Kiss the rain. Uh, he's going to forget all about Julie. He starts to shiver, realizing that he's getting cold. Holy fuck. Uh-oh. I like that part because he was like, what is this? Am I cold? Yeah. Am I getting cold right now? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, suddenly, we hear M yell, yo, as he walks up and shakes R's hand. And uh, we see he's followed by a group of others. M tells him that the bonies chased him out and they came to find him. R tells M that Julie went back home and M says, bitches, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He then tells him that the bonies are looking for him and Julie. He tells him that he started something. He saw pictures last night, memories of his mom in the summertime. R tells him that he thinks they are all changing. He asks the group to help him exhume julie i forgot i skipped the whole exhume thing earlier not really important but Mm-mm. m tells him that the group says fuck yeah as the hur- <laughs> as hurricane starts to play that's the name of that song right i think so here i am boom, boom. he's so funny because he's so unexpected with stuff like he was like listen fuck yeah yeah <laughs> bitches man <laughs> that dude's hilarious mm. do you think we needed that dream montage of no I agree. <laughs> you? No, no. no. Okay. A little unnecessary. Especially where they were like, what do you want to be? Mm-hmm. I want to be a nerd. Like, no, we don't care about yeah. this. I kind of feel like the only <laughs> thing it did was made you feel less bad for Perry because Perry's kind of a dick in it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. He ate him. That's great. Yeah. The guy was a prick. So maybe Perry was a dick because you kind of see that. Well, it looks like he starts to follow the same like route that her dad Yes, does. after well, so. he sees his uh, dad, dad die. And yeah. Julie says somewhere that he was he went through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Perry. Pear. Like a lot of stuff happened to him. That's what she said. The, and the other thing I got out of this Pear. scene was that there's a clear <laughs> disconnect between Julie and her dad. Her dad's a douche. Yeah. Yes. Um, Johnny. John Malkovich. That's a he played that really well. He yeah. always plays that kind of character mm-hmm. really well. Yeah, that could be me. I think. Yeah, looks and all. Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, the other thing is, you see, Julie's really not happy to be back there. So I don't understand why she went back. What else was she gonna do? If that's all you know, I mean... I think she felt probably, like, had mixed emotions. Like, she felt maybe, like, threatened. Like, what if he does try to eat me at some mm-hmm. point? Like, because she just discussed with him, like, do you have to eat people to survive? And he's basically like, yeah. That's true. Plus, in, like, that situation, how is that ever going to work out? Right. Like... That's true. Fine. <laughs> Scene seven, the zombie march. R&M lead the group to the baseball field and M stays with the horde as R makes his way to the wall using Perry's memories as he finds a way to sneak in. 
I have to be honest here. Using these fucking letters as names is a nightmare. It is kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he breaks into the city looking for Julie. He believes that he and Julie uh, gave the others hope, which is what's making them come back to life and setting the bonies off. He walks through the city, finding Julie's house. Inside, Julie and Nora discuss the zombies and how she misses R. Nora tells her that it's weird she's attracted to a zombie. Nora leaves, and Julie goes out on her balcony, where R happens to be hiding. He tells her that he came to see her. She tells him that if uh, he is seen by anyone, he'll be killed instantly. Nora catches them, and uh, Julie lets R into the house. She hugs him and tells him that... She really did miss him, and I think she says that he's lucky that her dad got called off for some sort of secret mission or something. Yeah. And she tells him, uh, this is another note I made, that she tells him that he feels warmer than she remembers him feeling, which would tend to what Jessica said earlier about him actually being able to feel coldness and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Inside, Nora drills R with questions. He tells her that he came to show everyone that they could change. He tells her uh, lots of them are changing now. They're dreaming and they have to move fast because the bonies are chasing them. Julie wants to find her dad. He used to be reasonable. Nora reminds her that her father was never reasonable, that it was actually her mother that was reasonable, not her dad. They decide they're going to put makeup on R so they can sneak him through the city as a pre- as Pretty Woman starts to play. Again, the music in this movie is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, does this seem like a good idea to you guys? I mean, what else are they going to yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, what's I guess, option? To, to try and get him to understand, because obviously he is super unreasonable. He just wants to fucking, you know, shoot whoever on contact. <laughs> yes. Um, I guess you're right. What else? They, that's really their only options to get, because her dad is in charge of all of this, the military. So mm-hmm. uh, this balcony scene, which I read later, but at this point I was like, does this not feel like a zombie Romeo and Juliet? It to did. You? It totally did. And Nora was fucking <laughs> oh, cracking she's like, me yeah, up. Like, Are you talking to yourself? She's like, have fun dreaming of your zombie boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like sees him and she's like, sup? Yeah. I like how she's yelling at Jules when she's outside, like <laughs> talking. Through this whole thing, were you just waiting on Nora to be like the little snitch? Like, for some reason, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I never got I that. No, I didn't have that vibe. Okay. I don't I know why. I just felt like, I thought maybe because she was the sole survivor from the attack and she saw mm-hmm. R to eat Perry, I thought, okay, she's going to be like the little snitch, but she didn't. I felt like she was on her side and that she was good because she was talking about how she wanted like to be a nurse or yeah. whatever. And mm-hmm. I felt like, well, if something like comes of all of this, she'll want to be there to like help out whoever so uh, maybe we did need that dream sequence then after all yeah and it all makes sense excuse me (gasps) scene eight off to dad's house we go oh he did finally get a shower yes oh we did get a shower scene yeah yeah (laughs) did it give you an erection i didn't really show much oh just his back basically Oh yeah. and after they put makeup on Nora was like wow you look hot I feel like he didn't look that much different. He really didn't. He just had like a little bit more color like to his face. Yeah, and they couldn't give him like a new hoodie or shirt. <laughs> I was thinking that. Because they were walking through the city. What's here? But uh, he's got blood all over his shirt yeah, still. Yeah, he's like all ratty looking still. Like, <laughs> So when he got, when the shower scene, because it shows him from the back, right? Mm-hmm. When it started, did you like pause it and go get your lotion and your Kleenexes? And yeah, I was like, God, I they show the front. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Sadly, no. Uh, we see R taking a shower and getting cleaned up. Nora does put makeup on him, and he looks like a human. I mean, he looks a little better. I thought he had a little more color to him, mm-hmm. a little vibrant, you know. I was just I had a thought that that could be a good showing him turning human scene if they showed like his 
erection or something. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of movie. <laughs> so it's like, please show the penis. Uh, if please. I was the director, that would have been in there. What's that called <laughs> whenever you take a movie and but you make something? Is it a parody? Yeah. Yeah. So for the parody, we could call it Warm Boners. Yes. There you go. Huh? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I like that. Let's okay. do it. Patreons only. Warm Boners coming soon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we cut back to the zombie world and we see that the bonies are starting to gather inside the human city Nora and Julie are walking R through the town to find her dad she tells him that she doesn't know how her dad will be he gets kind of crazy R tells her that no matter what they have to stick together they're changing things she promises him that they will wow how great uh-huh. a guard stops them tells them if they can't go in they're on high alert around here something's going on being the daughter of the leader julie clearly doesn't fucking care and she just storms right in inside they find a, the army loading trucks up and julie's dad talking to his men he tells her that they're going uh, that they're getting large they're getting reports of large packs of skeletons and corpses heading toward them there's nothing they can do they'll be severely outnumbered See, so real quick, like that's why I thought it was weird because they continue to talk about how many of these there are, but we haven't really seen them. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think they all just like they start to like sniff trail all the other zombies that uh, are like coming to life or whatever. So. Ooh, sniff trail. Sniff trail. Can we trademark that? <laughs> yep. Horror ooh. movie crew. Sniff trail. Sniff trail. Okay. <laughs> so there, there are more of these than than we have seen. This... Yeah. Okay. Julie tells her dad that she believes the dead are coming back to life and she tries to explain to him what's going on. He tells her that they're not curing themselves. They're growing larger. They eat brains, her mother's brain, in fact, and her boyfriend's. She best not forget that. Just then, R bumps right into her dad and tries to talk to him. For some reason, he's unable to speak, so Julie tells him that he saved her life. She triggered something in him and has changed him. Others are changing too. Her dad immediately attacks him with a gun and R tells him that they just want to help. Before he shoots R, Nora pulls a gun on Julie's dad and it buys R and Julie enough time to get away. We see them running through the subway as the alarms sound in the city. Again, I didn't think this was a great idea. Kind of thought it was going to go this way. Um, But I think what we really get here is more backstory on why Julie's dad is the way he is. So her mother got turned into a zombie and he had to kill her. Yep. Yep. Which would be traumatizing, I'd have to imagine. Unless maybe they didn't have a good marriage and he wanted to kill her anyway. Didn't seem like that. No. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't getting that vibe. (laughs) I didn't sniff trail that. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck, dude? I do like Nora with the gun. I forget what she said, but something about like, yeah, I'd shoot your ass or something. Yeah, because he was like, you wouldn't shoot me, would you? And she was like, I mean, yes. Like, (laughs) I would. (laughs) I don't think she really would have, but you know, she sold it. Um, Again, I have a note here. I thought Nora was eventually going to turn on Julie, and but she didn't. So she's she's a great friend, that Nora. I never got that. I don't know why I didn't. Maybe I just don't trust people that much. Probably. That's it. Especially not Seth. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Yank it. Suck it. Pull it. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Scene nine, a zombie showdown. As they return to the stadium, we see the small horde has grown even larger in size. M greets them and tells them they're ready to fight. Soldiers are coming and bonies are closing in. Just then, we see bonies on the roof as the glass starts to break and they fall through. M tells them that they'll keep them out and uh, to run as Julie and R begin to be chased by bonies. As Julie and R run, we see that the army is uh, in progress toward them and that they have eyes on Julie and R. So I don't know how they can see them, but we get the radio call that says they know that Julie and R are on the move. So uh, maybe they have helicopters or something. I don't know. A group of soldiers are attacked by bonies and eaten as one is surrounded. We see a group of zombies help the soldiers. Two bonies attack R and Julie. 
as R is able to fight them off, killing them. We see more soldiers approach the horde as the zombies are fighting off the bonies. M talks to the soldiers, and the soldiers team up with the zombies to fight the bonies. The radio tells Julie's dad that they're seeing corpses fighting skeletons, just as we cut to Julie and R being surrounded by bonies. They walk out a door, which leads to a balcony, which is basically at the top of the baseball stadium. They're now trapped, so R hugs Julie and jumps off backwards from the balcony. So basically, they fall from the top of this fucking uh, baseball stadium into a fountain. Uh, he sinks to the bottom and hits his head on the cement. Julie pulls him out of the water as R begins to breathe. Uh, they do kiss. little sexual kiss there, Seth. Mm-hmm. When she kisses him, his eyes change from that weird zombie color to basically back to normal human pupils. Just then, R gets shot in the shoulder by Julie's dad. What a dick. She gets in front of R and gives her dad a speech about how he's different. He's changed and all of a sudden, she notices that he is bleeding. <sighs> Shit. Ruh-roh. The other soldiers help Julian R out of the fountain. Ooh, that hurt, didn't it? Is that your face? That's my, not my finger. <laughs> the other soldiers help Julian R out of the fountain as her dad radios telling the soldiers the situation has changed. Okay, why did he shoot him here? Like, he's a dick. He's got to be an asshole. Yeah. You know, he's got to live up to that. <laughs> that character like he knew that they were teaming up so he shot him i don't know i think he didn't believe it yet Hmm. and honestly i mean it it helped the cause that he did because it showed obviously that he was bleeding and that he was more of a person than that's true i got teary in this scene oh fuck i did actually i got a mosh a mosh (laughs) talk to us about it (laughs) oh that stuff always gets me when she thought he was dead and yeah. You oh, when he hit his head. Yeah, when they fell into I the... have a question about that. That would have like sp- like watermelon splattered his head open, right? He actually didn't hit his head that hard. You don't think? No. I just mean that fall from that freaking... Yeah, let's discuss the fall. So okay. why was there an emergency exit door that didn't go anywhere? <laughs> no sense. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what is that's... this door? I don't know. What, what would that And I wasn't for? sure if that would kill you or not. The water wasn't very deep. I think it, well, maybe not her because she landed on him, but they were standing in that pond. So it, well, it came up to like mm-hmm. their, just below yeah. their chest, right? Yeah. So it wasn't that deep. I feel like he would have splattered his head open if that happened. Probably. I it was mean, a ways down. Yeah. They've, yeah, yeah. And how did he just fall straight on his back like that? I feel like You'd in rotate, the scheme yeah. of things, yeah, you wouldn't really have that much control over like falling yeah. on your back or your side or whatever. Yeah. How about that, though? Just sacrificing himself for her. That's true love. He yeah. didn't even look down. What if he would have landed on the cement and they both would have died? Wasn't well thought out. Well, she might have lived if he hit the cement. Maybe. What other choice did they have? They didn't, dude. They did the best with what they had at the time. I still think his head would have went straight watermelon on concrete, though. <laughs> um... The other thing with the dad shooting him, right? So one, I don't think he needed to shoot him. Okay, let's say he freaked out and he thought she was being attacked. Okay, fine. Still, he shot him that close to her. Like, what if he had missed by right. a half an inch? I thought that too. I was like, damn. That's, that's a close <laughs> close shot. I know. I like kept thinking this wasn't going to be a happy ending. I'm like, something's going to happen. Something's going to change. Like, I thought he was going to bleed to death. Yeah. Or he was going to kill him anyway. Like, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's just funny when um he's like, does it hurt? And he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like it does. 
It's weird. It wasn't his dad. Or his dad. Or her dad asked him if he's, hey, are you still bleeding? And he says, yes. And he's like, okay, good. <laughs> like, yeah, like, as long as cool. you're still bleeding. But they're not, like, real attentive to, like, get to the wound. It's like, huh. Well, just, you know. I guess it yeah. was not on anything vital. It wasn't his shoulder. But still, I mean... You can yeah, still probably like, bleed out, right? With a fucking I mean, band-aid on it or something. Jesus. I know. God. He's just holding it like yeah. with his hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, guys. Thanks. Thanks for letting me tag along. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Scene 10. Bloodshot R. Julian R. riding in the car with Jules' dad as um, we see that zombies and soldiers are fighting together to kill the bonies. We find out that the zombies and the humans have joined forces. The bonies were either killed or withered away. We see a montage of humans and zombies accepting each other and teaching each other inside of the city. Uh, it was scary at first, but everything starts out a little scary. We see Nora did become a doctor. She's helping to uh, cure and um, help the zombies like she'd wanted to do. Again, so Seth, I guess that scene was relevant. Yeah, I guess it was necessary. We cut to M in the park trying to open his umbrella as a human woman walks up and helps him open it. And he walks with her holding the umbrella. He tells her he can't get it open because he has zombie fingers. <laughs> the flirting was pretty funny. It was. And we do find out that his actual name is Marcus. Mm -hmm. Wow. He figured it out. Yeah. That's good. I like Marcus. All right. The final scene, R and Julie sit on a bridge and discuss his real name. He tells her that he likes the name R. He doesn't want to know what his old name was. He doesn't want his old life back. He wants to keep this one. Just R. We see the wall that, that uh, was between the two cities is blown up and the wall falls. Just as the dust settles, the credits begin to roll and the screen goes black. Aww. The end. I like the ending. Yay. It was a nice message. You still, still relevant today. It is. It really is. If we could all just be nice to each other, mm -hmm. it would solve all of our problems. Kindness always works, Seth. It does. Even with zombies yeah. and bonies. But really, the bonies had to be destroyed for these two forces to come together. Right. Which is one of my questions I have for you. Do you guys think, again, we're in thoughts after watching. I forgot. Sorry, this episode's a clusterfuck. This is all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think had the zombies and the humans not found a common enemy in the bonies that they would have come together as equal as equally as easily? Probably not as easily, but I think they would have eventually. Hmm. What about you, Jeff? Um, probably not. I don't know. It seemed like that was like the big change. Like mm. that's what I don't know. That's just my thought. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I think they needed the bonies in the story to to come together and find that connection. Well, they were really the only scary thing in the movie. Yeah. Actually. Agreed. The bonies? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, when the zombies attack them at the beginning, that's pretty scary. I mean, they're... Yeah, but it wasn't as what you were expecting from a zombie. That's true. That's true. The bonies was an unexpected yeah. thing. Um. So this movie is much different than other zombie movies. I actually really like enjoy this movie. You'll find that out when I get to my rating. Maybe I'll give it a good. Maybe I'm going to get a revenge stabby in, Jess. Oh, snap. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's, it's kind of a rom-com horror movie, which I don't I don't know that there's a lot of those. No. No. Uh -uh. Other than like probably a zombie land. Stuff like mm. that. Honestly, this reminded me of um, like the, the zombie version of Twilight, kind of, but funny. Yeah. Because Twilight's a lot more serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't think that there's a lot of these out there. Like, rom-com. There's comedy horror movies like Shaun of the Dead and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Yeah. But this was like uh, your like, romantic comedy. So, I don't know. I liked it. Um, I do have a complaint, though. Yes. Being a need-to-know person, I don't like... Um, I won't say secrets. I don't like uh, surprises. 
So does it bother you guys that we never find out why this happened? Somewhere, though, they say, like, it starts like the president was infected or something. So I took it it was some kind of disease, like... Man-made disease? I don't know. Or... Probably. Okay. I just, I remember there was a part where he said it could have been, like, chemical warfare, or it could have been this or that. Um, I don't know. It didn't bother me that much, because mm-hmm. it's only, like, so many different things. Yeah. Normally that... I guess I didn't care that we didn't know for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wondered and wanted your opinion on, did you notice that her dad is like the oldest person in this movie other than it Marcus, <laughs> but like in terms of the army and like the That's true. city, like everybody was young. That's true. I guess because the older were a little slower or whatever, couldn't get away, <laughs> couldn't get away. fast <laughs> enough. And... Maybe they sacrificed the elderly. Yeah. I don't know about that, but I think it was supposed to kind of sig- the significance of that to me was that all these people likely had hard feelings and hated the zombies because they had likely killed their parents or killed their family mm-hmm. members. And that's was just the young were the ones that yeah. were left. So yeah. it's kind of the message I got from it. Um, Again, Seth, you took, I don't know if you read my notes or not, or maybe, I mean, I think you're a mildly sort of kind of maybe little intelligent person, but I don't know, maybe you read this. And I said, I really like the message the movie had. Ultimately, kindness will prevail over hate. Mm-hmm. So I think that you are correct. That's a great message that uh, even though we get on here and make fun of each other every week, we're really fucking mean to each other. We still kind of like each other. and We're nice sometimes. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we're like that with everybody else. We just know that we can take it in this little triangular Thing that we have going on. I like triangular <laughs> groups. Let's in their Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Let's take a beat and expand upon that. Just what? Sure. Go take ahead. A beat. What do you mean? Can you expand upon what this triangular group of what was it? Can you say that again? <laughs> this just <laughs> triangular group. I don't know. I, what else am I supposed to say? I'm just saying. I think that we can take the sarcasm and shit more than a lot of other people can. Uh, Not everybody true. has a thick skin. Ooh, we're talking about we don't, thick and triangles. We don't condone and, being ooh. mean to anybody, but Seth, we can be mean to each other. That's true. No. <laughs> Even though I take it easy on you is what people say. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think you have very thick, thick foreskin. It's, it's it, Yeah, it is. It's very thick. Just has foreskin. That's interesting. Yeah. Can a girl have foreskin? I don't think so. <laughs> it's all that nail breaking. It just like so. grew a little shield. You- <laughs> <laughs> foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's like Can damn you, this bitch Jesus. with a nail <laughs> could you imagine trying to explain that to a guy like no no you have to open it up like oh you my have god. to lift it yeah. like a little trunk <laughs> <laughs> I put a little velcro down there to hold it open <laughs> oh my god it's got a trunk <laughs> it's what, a little trunk like, I just don't even know how that would uh, open my yeah. treasure chest. Mm, that just sounds unnatural. <laughs> God. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, my. Woo, okay, I'm crying. All right, last note here I have is that as a music lover, and honestly, music is a, my passion, in my opinion. I, I love music. Have you guys ever come over here? I don't have music on. It's usually always on, right? Anyway, the music in this movie, I think it did a couple of different things for me. Is it they did a really good job of playing music in certain scenes that really correlated with what was going on in that scene. But I also think they did a great job of using the music to um, show emotion in the characters. So like when he was like head bobbing, because I even had the question, is it the music and the feeling from the music that was making him 
kind of come back to life because he said it makes me feel alive versus their connection, which obviously it's their connection. That's the whole point of the movie. But for me, it was like, wow, maybe it was had something to do with the music. I think it helped. For sure. For sure. Do you still have your record collection? Yeah. Do you really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm torn. This has nothing to do with this, but I would maybe like to start a record collection. I don't know. I have a shit ton. I got all my parents' records. Yeah. Is it like expensive? to buy them just like to yeah. maintain it and get the records and no not to maintain it no no, no. i just everything's digital for me now so i'm like but after this i'm like i kind of want to get a record player well but now it's like more of a thing like it's coming back so and now mm. like yeah, you can go even, to walmart and buy new records you can, brand new yeah no like, new albums. like new albums they're not mm. cheap though they're like 20 bucks but yeah. still i think i might get a record player should. because of this movie they have some really cool ones out there mm. now too that are, are like little suitcases that you can just like unfold really record yeah they've seen mine it looks like a suitcase abby's gonna kill you dude she's gonna be like fucking jessica now he's Sorry. down plus you just go to like the thrift store and they have like a yeah. shit ton of records for cheap yeah hmm. i have my grandma's like old record player that was actually like in like a sound system at one point mm-hmm. with like big speakers and i took it out and, really yeah so you guys are cooler than mine. I'm going to go like buy this new one. And you guys are going to have these like vintage cool ones. You're going to make fun of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to f- buy new vintage looking. Yeah. Okay, fine. All right. I think I might. I'll, I'll uh, update everybody uh, whether or not that happens. But when, when we build the bar down here, I think I might get a record player for down here. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right. Let's jump into HMC favorites. Favorite scene or scenes from the movie. Seth, you want to start? Probably the stadium jump for me. That was your favorite? Yeah, oh, it got you going. Because I got emotion. Yeah. Okay. Jess? Um, I just liked any of the parts where it was R&M because I loved their freaking like friendship. I thought mm. they were so funny. Like, well, M is really the one that's more funny. Like, <laughs> Right. I don't know. I just thought like the part right in the beginning where he's like, then this is my best friend and we just sit here and grunt at each other and like <laughs> it's just so fucking funny to me. Am I the only one that thought he was gonna be bad when he saw them in the plane? Um I guess when I first saw I mean since I, was I had like, already uh-oh. seen it. Yeah. I, I had wondered, but I don't remember because I know I've seen this before. I knew he wasn't bad just because okay. I'd seen see, it before. I didn't, so I wasn't sure what was gonna happen when he saw that. I could see why you would think that. Yeah. yeah. Like he um, looked a little angry. Mm, I thought they're, oh my God, they're going to attack the plane now. <laughs> um, favorite scenes. It's got to be any of the scenes where they use the music to kind of interpret what was going on within the movie. So I, again, that's what stuck out the most to me. So I, I thought they did a really great job of that. There's some good 80s music in yeah, here. It's got a good soundtrack. That's better than that 90s shit you made us listen to the other night. Jessica got a headache and went home. And I, I did fucking not. Couldn't even get drunk. Um, favorite kill. Can we skip this? Does anybody have a favorite kill? Mine was when M runs them over the bonies on the tug. Oh, yeah. Because I thought it was oh. funny. <laughs> that's I would fair. Say, yeah, that's my fave. That was funny. Okay. I'll, we'll, all, we'll all run with that. I just thought there wasn't a ton of kills to talk about. In this Not movie. really. Other yeah. than like Perry. Yeah. Which, who would choose that as their favorite? Yeah. <laughs> Me. I pick Perry. <laughs> the thing you liked about the movie. Again, I'm going to sound like a broken record. See what I did there? Uh, the music for me. I really like the way they incorporated the music. What about you, Jess? Um, I just like their little their little love story. Mm-hmm. It, you don't see that often, just like you said, with horror movies. You don't have that like romance very often, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, me too. I liked that it was different, that it was a rom-com horror movie. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
thing you did not like about the movie. Seth, you want to go first? The brains. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it just grossed me out. Every time I was eating, I was so sloppy. <laughs> like, do you have to like, rub them all over your face when you eat them? It's a zombie, dude. What's he supposed to do? What about you, Jess? What did you not like? Um, I just wasn't a big fan of her dad and the whole like military movement part of it. Yes. Uh, so I have two things. The first for me was that fucking fall because I just felt like it yeah. was completely unbelievable. Would have had watermelon gut head. <laughs> gut head. Uh, <laughs> and the second was her dad shooting him. I just felt like he already knew the zombies were good. The military had already teamed up with the zombies. Why is he shooting him? Just seemed unnecessary. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <sighs> Will you watch it again? I own it now, so I'll probably end up watching it again. What about you? Uh, for sure. I would. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're going to watch it tonight, aren't you? No. <laughs> now that I purchased it. <laughs> um, if they ever come out with a Warm Boners, would you watch it or would you watch Warm Bodies? Well, I've seen Warm Bodies, so now i got to watch the Boner one. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Sounds hot. <laughs> zombie sex. Making your wiener feel weird? <laughs> yeah. Zombie sex. Mm. I don't know that I'd want to watch two zombies have sex, to be honest. No, nah, probably, they'd probably be like eating each other at the same time. And let's something. be honest, there's not much I won't watch. That's true. So, like, yeah. that might be it. That really is about as dirty as you can get, sex-wise. Yeah. Zombies. S- zombie sex. Be like blood lube. Ugh. Ah. Ew. Ah. <laughs> brain lube. God. <laughs> He's like, hang on, let me spit on it. It's like brains. <laughs> Chunks of brain and... Brains. All right. Let's jump into our Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie. Used to be a one through five, but thanks to some shitty additions to our list, they went to a zero through five Stabby's rating. Currently leading the way is Scream, Texas Chainsaw 2003, The Ring, The Conjuring, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Scream has a 4.8. Those others all have a 4.7. That's the average Stabby's rating for those movies. Bringing it up the rear, Seth. Oh shit, Jess is the ginger dead man. We gotta get another one of Seth down there because I like to really segue into there by stabbing Seth. You need to get one of yours down there. (laughs) I know. I mean, I feel like you guys have went out on limbs and I haven't really done that, Mm -mm. truthfully. If we're being honest here, I feel like we're all friends. Um, I don't know though. Valentine was kind of out on a limb though, I guess. And I went with the thing. That was kind of not not really, I guess. Okay, fine. Uh, Ginger Dead Man with a .7 average stabbies rating and Killer Condom with a 1.5 average stabbies rating. And just to throw a little salt in the wound, Mark from a podcast on Elm Street, uh, the thing has a 2.5, so it's actually at the bottom three. So fuck you, Mark. Um, Seth, I know you love going first. This H- is hard, though, just because it's such a different kind of movie. Like, I'm looking down the list trying to compare it to other ones, but I can't. That's what I ran into, because I don't generally have my Stabby's rating prepared before this. But I don't for either. this one, I didn't just want to throw one at it, because I was like, it's a little different. So, um, HMC 35, Seth, what do you give Warm Bodies? Jess's <sighs> pick. Jess's pick. Remember that. I'm going to give it a 4.4. 4. Whoa! <clears throat> yeah. Now, if we had a rom-com or comedy horror section that was separate, I'd probably give it closer to a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. I mean, this is your rating, dude. You could give it a six yeah, if, if we you broke wanted. this out into like different types of horror, it, it would be higher. That's but, a lot of work, dude. I know. We don't want to do that. <laughs> don't give people ideas. We're not ideas people. We've got a lot of movies on here. We might have to do that at some We're point. We're yeah. fart, burp, queef, queef, boobies we are like blood lube blood lube we are not ideas people sniff okay? trail 
Snip Trail. I'm going to start using that now. Speaking of which, Jess, your movie, HMC 35. I can't get a good sniff trail of what you're going to rate this motherfucker. What are you going to rate this movie? So I went down the list, do my same thing. I see which things I like the most, and I kind of compare what I liked. Um, and I also gave it a 4.4. Woo, twinsies. On the dot. On the dot. Four on the nose, dude. Right on the foreskin-covered nose. It's got a nice trunk. Um, interesting. Well, you guys went big money on this movie. Huh? I really liked it. I didn't think I was going to like it this much. Well, I have to be honest. I, too, also really enjoyed this movie, more so than I thought I was going to um, when I was going to rewatch it. Seth actually made a comment when he got here. He was like, so did you hate this movie? I'm like, why do you think that? And he's like, I could just tell you you weren't looking forward to watching it. Is that what you said? Yeah, you didn't sound like it in our... I am conversations. Oh, well, I wasn't not looking forward to watching it, but I did watch it. I actually enjoyed it a lot. I'm probably gonna watch it again. And but the thing for me was, I went through this and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, how do you compare warm bodies to Rob Zombie's Halloween, which I gave a five. Scream obviously is a five. It's my favorite movie of all time, probably. So again, or ready or not, how do you compare it to these movies? So it's like, hard. You can't. I don't think you can. No. I just think you have to go off of what you like more. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's how I did it. So what I did was I looked at some of the movies here, and where do I like it more than this? Seth loves it when I give long-winded answers. Long story short, I gave it a 3.9, just below a 4, because I gave Trick or Treat a 4, and I can't say I like this movie more than Trick or Treat. So I put it right on par with Friday the 13th, Halloween 2, and Krampus at a 3.9. Okay. So that's where I put it. Okay. 3.9. That's like, would you just get the fuck on with it already, Josh? Yeah, Nobody seriously. cares about what you gave this movie, Josh. We're going to be late for church. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize you were going back. Yeah. Did they let you in? No. Oh. Can't even get in the parking lot. The P lot? The P lot. You don't have a key card? Mm-hmm. They're like, boy. Let me see your key card. All right, kids. So 4.4 for both of you, a 3.9 from me. Just great pick. Those Just a great good pick. ratings. Let's jump over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what those, those idiots did. So the Rotten Tomatoes critics consensus. Warm Bodies offers a sweet, well-acted spin on a genre that all too often lives down to its brain-dead protagonists. Wow. Mm. The critics gave it an 81% on 209 counts. The audience gave it a 73% on 100,000 ratings. IMDb gave it a 6.8 out of 10 on 25,000 ratings. Us, the horror movie crew, where you should be going to get all of your movie ratings, obviously. Which makes the Obby. most sense to me. <laughs> Duh. We gave it a 4.23 average stabbies rating out of 5, which is an 85% when wow. you round up. So we actually liked it more than all of these other folks. Yeah. Because we're smarter than them. Yep. Duh. <laughs> it just makes the most sense that you would come here and hang out with this fucking sexual tripod. Is that what you called us? Yeah. Triangle. <laughs> Triangular situation. No, I do situation. like sexual tripod. Sounds kind of fun. <laughs> Sounds like an album name or something. Sexual tripod. It's got a really cool idea for a shirt design. It'll be like a tripod, but each leg would be like one of us, like holding it there up. You go. And at the top would be like a trunk, a clitoris trunk. Yes. Like yes. this. People can't see what I'm <laughs> doing. Coming soon. But spelled the with the old U. floppy trunk. The old <laughs> floppy nail protecting trunk. <laughs> Shoot. Um all right, well, hey, that wraps up HMC 35 Warm Bodies Justice Pick, a 4.4 out of 5 
average stabbies. Or no, it's not. It's a 4.23 out of 5 average stabbies rating or 85%. Where does that put this at for us? It's up there. It's above Sleepy Hollow. So like, didn't crack the top 10, but it's still up there. Yay. We've done a lot of movies. I think Sleepy Hollow is the only episode I never finished listening to. It was that bad for you, huh? I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. It was kind of a long one. Yeah. Yeah. That was back when we were still trying to figure out what the fuck we were doing. Trying to find ourselves, our sexual tripod. (laughs) I feel like we really got the outline down now. We're at an hour 30 right now, and it's a perfect amount of time to talk about a movie. Yeah, I like this. I like this better. Talk about dicks. Tripods and triangles. We talk about nipples triangular situation that yeah. too yeah. she's like she's like fuck i never should have said that gosh darn it um seth your episode is the next one you want to tell the folks at home what hmc 36 is going to be crimson twat oh no <laughs> wrong movie wrong movie <laughs> crimson peak crimson peak what made you pick this movie because i wanted to pick it we'll discuss that in the episode very well Gonna have to wait for the sode. Yeah, great. <laughs> the sode. Great content we have here, guys. Way to get them really pumped to listen to the next one. Yeah, that's what Instagram's for. Butter had a cool name. Just went with it. Just went with it. Fucking really, like Charlie Hunnam. All right. Um, this month we are doing a Kruby's request. We're gonna have Michael from We Love Horror on. I don't remember what the date is. It'll probably be the last episode we release this month. I think. Based on that, because Jess has decided she's too fucking cool and she wants to vacation during a pandemic. So, yep. Way to just, you know, take everybody else's health into consideration, Jess. It's for work. (laughs) 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 Not by choice. So I'm just settle kidding. down. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, our episode with Chuck is out. Chuck goes to the movies. We discussed American Pie. That is out. So you should go check it out. Um, I don't think we ever put a link in the bio like we said we were going to. Oops. Eh, it's all right. Sorry, Chuck. We'll get there. It's on our Instagram. Just go to the Instagram. You'll find it. If you really want to hear it, you'll find it. Yeah. It's true. God damn it. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? HMC, 35, Warm Bodies, Jess's Pick, 4.23 average stabbies out of five. Mm-mm. I just want to say this has been one of my favorite picks in a while. Ever? Not ever, but in a while. In a while. In a while. We learned a lot today. We really did. We learned this microphone is destined to knock out one of my teeth. Mm-hmm. Be hilarious. We learned that hair of the dog does work. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel fucking fantastic. Good. Now you just gotta keep drinking though. Um. Oh really? Take it to bed. Yeah. Oh crap. Oh, uh, we learned that Jess loves football and Tom Brady. Nope. <laughs> nope. And nope. nope. <laughs> and we learned that there is such a thing as vaginal foreskin. The things we learn on this show. Also a note, just a, just a you guys thing, but yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't bring us down, okay? Okay. Let us have our moment. Sorry. In that case, we're out of here. Bye. Bye, Bye. all. Bye, y'all. Go sit on a sex tripod. <laughs> That's what it should say. Sit on our sex tripod. We'll be holding it up. It'll have like a dildo at the top. Tri-fisted. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.
get this hair of the dog going, kids. Ugh. Ooh, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Might need a might need a puke bucket. Dude, I might puke.